This is Adam Schefter, live from the M-Den for the Core 4 Podcast. Kinda looks like Tippy Storm and she dance like little Egypt. She works down the snake farm. Snake farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake farm, it pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile house, snake farm. Alright. Today is October 28th, and it is the Core 4 podcast. Uh, down a member tonight, Goof could not be with us. He says he feels like garbage. I say he looks like garbage. Um, <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that? Oh, yeah. When he texted me that, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm not going to text it back. I'm going to just say it right on the podcast so everybody can know. Um, we're gaining new followers every week, guys. Uh, should be cool. Uh, I promised some new stuff onto the website. Once Chunks has the available time to make the website, we will uh, have a few <laughs> things coming up the uh, up the pipe there. Um, but another good week of sports here. Uh, we got sports equinoxes all over the place. You guys see L.A. today? Yeah, I mean there were there were more Packers fans at than uh, Rams fans at the game because there's so much going on in L.A. Yeah. right now. <laughs> Six different teams playing um wild wild stuff uh all within four miles there uh and obviously as we all know the traffic is terrible in in la clicky ever been to la yeah and it doesn't matter what time of day it is traffic's brutal so i think la is the furthest place on this planet i'd want to be with the car um (laughs) definitely fun great to see sports and and stuff like that but no i would not want to be there I guess we'll have to do the uh, the cliche thing to say: Is October the best sports month? Well, being a baseball guy, I love watching the uh, playoffs. But the problem is there there is NHL and there is NBA, but the beginning of those two seasons really isn't great. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I, I mean, I guess it applies for the NBA. But once you get past like the first week for the NHL, it it, it, you like you're like all right this is awesome this is great and then a week or two in you're like we still have 75 more games to go at least see so I, I even me there are times where i just i don't say tune out i still pay attention but I, it's not like i'm watching every game yeah i i i absolutely agree i mean I, playoff baseball is unlike any other sport um so enthralling but for me I love March. I was going to say Mar- March is a big one. March is my favorite. March and May are really, really good too because I know that we are the core four podcast, but there's so many other things that come on in May too, like uh, Kentucky Derby. Um, I think the is the U.S. Open. No, it's not the U.S. Open yet. It would probably be the British Open. Yeah, something like that. Um, that one's another one. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different things in May, and, but and for baseball, my money, baseball is coming up too. And... Yeah, yeah. But for my money, it's March. I mean, March Madness is a whole uh, thing in itself. Which one more week? One more week until we get college basketball back. So uh, this might turn into a college basketball podcast. So be ready for that one. Click. Yeah, yeah I'm, I know. Do you have any college basketball team? I mean, Maryland's okay. <laughs> you know the answer to that. <laughs> You 100% know the answer to that. Uh, I don't, but I'm just proud that I don't just jump on a bandwagon either. Um, I guess if I'm ever posed with that question, I'll always go with Maryland just because they're local. But I mean, I'm not going to sit here and you know, like say Duke or some other you know major team just to get credit. <laughs> like it's not worth it. Purple Eagles, brother. You know what? Four years. I think I went to one basketball game. <laughs> so. Um, you know, that, that one was fun. I think ESPN was there too. I think Kinger got on, um, got on ESPN. So good on him. Yeah. Um, let's start today. I'm just gonna, you know, let's get ahead of it. Uh, we'll talk some MLB tough, tough. I mean, first off, let's talk (laughs) about Friday night's game. Um, how long did you guys last? I, I was in till like the 12th inning. 
Now I was just like, I really don't like either of these teams. I don't need <laughs> to be doing this to myself. And man, Nathan Evaldi can throw though. Yeah. He, I, I got to give it to him. He, he's been, he's been nasty Nate this postseason. One of the things I think with Nathan Evaldi is, so a lot of people are like, oh, Yankees fans wish they didn't get rid of him and stuff. I think he needed that push away from the Yankees. You for know? sure. There there was nothing he could have done for the Yankees. I I think he just landed in a right position with the Red yeah. Sox where he doesn't have to like he doesn't have to carry a lot of weight over there because he's not one of their top guys with with sale and price in the rotation and it, it just seems like a good spot for him as much as I hate it. But two Tommy Johns and he's coming out throwing a hundred and lasting pretty long in the games he He's definitely had a resurgence, and he, his stuff looks awesome. Yeah, uh, I just felt like, going, you know, the way that things ended with the Yankees just sort of gave him a chip on his shoulder, and, you know, he was able to fight through everything. So that wouldn't have happened with the Yankees, no matter what. Um, so, yeah, weirdly enough, I do like Nathan Eovaldi. Um This Red Sox team is different because I don't hate anybody outside of Pedroia, who I can't stand at all. And JBJ. JBJ is so annoying. And Steve um, Pierce, actually. I don't like oh, Steve, Pierce. Steve Pierce is the worst human. He, he's the he's the biggest Yankee killer that I've ever seen. Even probably bigger than Ortiz, just because he's like a silent killer for us. Like every team that he plays for, he murders us. And um, he's played for every team in the division. Every fucking team in the division. <laughs> Like, I was sitting here thinking about it. I was like, you know, that's an ex-Oriole. And I started thinking about the other teams. I'm like, yeah. you know how many fans can currently say that? Like, if you're grasping at straws? I would just love to see just somebody go to a game and just have every Steve Pierce. <laughs> that, would, that would be good. That, hey, that's really next year's good. Halloween costume right there. We each yeah. get one of his jerseys. and <laughs> yeah. we, need, right. we need some more people, but, you know. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, I think uh, – <laughs> If the Yankees could just give him like ten million dollars a year, <laughs> just like stay on our bench, you know, we'll we'll pay for whatever you want. <laughs> just don't kill us. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was crazy. So, did, Chunks, did you watch last night's game? I did. I did. I, did, you, did you think it was over when Puig hit that home run? I absolutely thought it was awesome. It throws the glove down the pitcher and Puig smacked that ball absolutely ruined that ball and then fucking kenley jansen man giving up the same same exact thing that happened and if you if he bring him in in the eighth doesn't work one time don't think it's gonna work again yeah (laughs) did not did not end well for him and it was just so frustrating because it's a game the dodgers had they had it all the way through no i you think he was done? He was done. He he looked like he was late, starting to labor a little bit, and like he told Dave Roberts he could feel it, and he was ready to come out. So, no, I, I, I don't, I don't keep Hillen. Do you? I would think to maybe even go with another starting pitcher. Yeah, that's you know? that's definitely probably a better option, especially after the way the series been going. Honestly, throw Kershaw for an inning. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's starting today though, and he already gave up a freaking two-run bomb. It's two to one right now. And wait, who hit that bomb? <laughs> it was it was Steve Pierce, wasn't it? I just wanted to make sure we, yeah. we got that on on the podcast real quick. A lot of Steve Pierce this week. This is gonna. I'm gonna. I might just end this podcast. Right now. <laughs> I, I knew there was a risk of that as soon as I said something. I'm like, but it's worth it. Um, but wait, real quick. The guy's kind of brilliant, though, if you think about it. Like, he's like, one of these teams is bound to win at some point. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's true. That's a good strategy a, if you want to win. Just one go in to five every team to in the division. The, yeah. yeah, I mean, people can be, like, as pissed as they want about it. But if he's walking away with a ring, like, <laughs> do you think he gives a shit what we have to say? Yeah, I mean, that. yeah, one in five chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> So great! That's, oh yeah, and Steve Pierce. God damn it! I um, I'm probably gonna have a lot of atoning to do uh, this week by Red Sox fans. I'm, you're I'm, so screwed. I know you're listening, Fazio. I know you're listening, Dennehy. Um, 
Sean, who who knows if you're listening or not. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough week for your boy. Um, Do you just shut your phone off for a week? Like, is that the right move? <laughs> I'm gonna go off every social media. Uh, no promotion for this show. Uh, nothing. It's a sad. It's a sad day in the Davis household. <laughs> um, so, yeah, game game three was nuts. Uh, I was glad to see Muncie hit that shot. Um, definitely thought last night was over when we hit that home run. Um, but then I look up, see four four, and then I look up again and see nine four. Uh, yeah, so that was annoying. Um, <laughs> is it over tonight? Do you guys think? I I think it's over tonight. To be honest. Yeah. Too much going on in LA. It's over. Yeah, the the direction those fans suck. I mean, some of them did stay for the eighteen innings, which was great. But no, LA LA is a trash town for sports. Even though every sport's there right now. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna stop crying here, and we're gonna go talk some uh, NBA. Let's talk some NBA right now. Uh, big news today: uh, Ty Lu got stepped on. Uh, and tossed over. Did you guys, first off, did you see, um, I think Barso must have put it up, but uh, the Ty Lue costume um, with somebody had an Allen Iverson uh, yep. costume. Stepping on him. Yep. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I love that one. But um, Chunks, you're our resident pseudo Cavs fan, I guess. Yeah, you could call me that. <laughs> um, what's your take on this whole thing? Well, it's basically LeBron's gone, so get rid of Ty Lue because he actually did nothing for the Cavs. Like, he was there these past few years. He won a championship. But was it really Ty Lue at all throughout his tenure there? It, it, was never, it was never his team in the first place. I mean, once LeBron left, it was like no one cared about Ty Lue anyway. And you knew they were going to be bad. And it seemed like they kind of had this coming even though, I mean, 0-6 start, that's that's not doing you any favors. You bring in a solid young point guard like Colin Sexton. Um, you still have Kevin Love. You still have a couple role players throughout there. But obviously 0-6, not the start they wanted. But it's going to be like this all season, no matter who's at the head. I'm so against canning a manager this early in the season. I mean, if they start like 0-20... You know, mm-hmm. that's something, you know, excruciating like that. Yeah, we could talk, but 0-6, I mean, a lot of teams lose six in a well, row. Well, I, th- I think it's a thing where they knew they knew going in this was going to yeah. happen. It it didn't really matter. He probably They probably would have done it if he ended up being 1-5. or they, they knew they didn't want him in there anymore, and it just wasn't going to work out. Well, like, what's the difference between – when Le- LeBron left, and now, you yeah. know? No, there's, you, there's you no difference. That. They could have just done it then, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the There's been some big starts uh, so far for the season. We've got um, an undefeated – there's three teams actually out in the uh, on the East that are undefeated now. Detroit, uh, no, Detroit Milwaukee. They did lose one? Yeah, Celtics. Yeah, they, they lost – Yesterday, one hundred nine to eighty nine. Ah, uh, uh, we'll count that as a win. Um, uh, it was against the Celtics. Uh, surprise, surprise starts for the season. Uh, you know, Blake, man, Blake's my guy. Blake's back, I think. Yeah, I, w- I was not expecting this out of him. I mean, he looks. He doesn't have like he's not all about the crazy bounce, but he has added a lot to his game. Like he's he's out there shooting. He's dribbling the ball well. He. He looks like a complete player out there. He's really adapted his game to today's style. Yeah, uh, 4.6 assists per game out of a power forward is definitely something you want. Uh, 28.4 points per game. Um, definitely a step in the right direction, and I'm glad to see him um, you know, shake off the uh, issues last year with, with the Clippers. Uh, what do you think is your surprise uh, start of the year? chunks it's got to be the bucks i mean not not totally a surprise you you see their young talent six and all starting off hot Giannis is killing it he's averaging like 14 boards a game and he was my second mvp mvp pick this year after (laughs) kevin love Um, a little bit poor different teams there but 
he's really living up to it right now. And the Bucks have for sure been a surprise to me. Yeah, one of my things is um, at 29.3 points per game, uh, Zach Levine is yeah. doing some really good work right now for Chicago. Chicago. Um, I, I definitely laughed off the um, contract that he received from, from Sacramento that Chicago matched. Um, hitting threes at a 40% clip, um, really doing some, some great work there. And they, they know what they're doing. Uh, they could be building something good in Chicago. Uh, I think they're waiting on marketing to come back. Um, but, yeah, that could be a fringe playoff team right now. Um, Kemba's also putting in some great work. Uh, Kemba's really underrated, I think. He, could, he does a lot for that team. It's, I mean, obviously it's not to the level of Mike Trout and the Angels, but, like, him being on Charlotte is just useless. You yeah, know? He's it's totally He's a great, useless. great player, and he has nothing to do. This really goes towards my argument that um, – I'm a big four-year college guy. Some of the best players in the league are four-year college guys. Uh, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Kemba Walker. Mm-hmm. Was Dame, Dame Lillard, was he four years? I believe so, but I could be wrong. But, yeah, no, I, I, that experience at college counts, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Um, Should we talk about the G League then? Oh, God. The, the developmental thing going on. Click, you might have some experience with like G League aspects. Like, how does hockey run their, um, you know, separation between high school and, and uh, pros? So, when you're coming up and you're in high school, you, you mean generally you're going to go one, one of two directions you're going to go into college or you're going to go to juniors. Um, a lot of kids start at the lower level, junior levels, um, and work their way up and then. If hopefully they get recruited by a D1 school college, and they'll end up there. After that, if they're playing pro, um, you know they can end up in Europe, uh, in one of the thousands of different leagues over there. If they're staying here in the states, um, you know there's the ECHL, which is the East Coast Hockey League, the Fed League, which if any of you guys have ever seen Slapshot, that's the same league um, that was in the movie, um, and then it's the American Hockey League and the NHL. So. Most successful players probably had a short stint, maybe a year or two in between high school and a Division One program uh, playing juniors and then kind of rolled up from there. Um, but, you know, European players come straight out from high school going to play pro because that's just the way it works over there. Um, I mean, hockey, you have options. You know, in baseball, you have some options. You have time to develop so and you're already within a system or an organization usually. Um, I know basketballs had struggled with that in the past. So, yeah, chunks. What do you think? Uh, I mean, we're a little spurned, obviously, as Syracuse fans, to see Darius Basley go straight to the uh, G League and not really actually go straight to the G League. Well, yeah. Uh, Have you seen what he's doing? Yeah, he's a million dollar intern for New Balance. So it's, it's the weirdest thing out, I've ever seen. <laughs> look out for the Darius Basleys that Dad will be wearing sometime soon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the latest thing this week, I believe, was the um, they're going to be offering up to one hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars for top recruits. Um, but that's going to be such a small percentage, right? Yeah. I mean, that I mean. That's how many how many players like it's not going to be enough to where it's an incentive necessary to leave if you, to get a hunt. If only top of the line is going to get 150k, most of the kids I feel like are still going to stay in school, right? Yeah, I mean the think. <laughs> if, if if these schools really are corrupt, the the money's going to go elsewhere. So, um, you know, it's just the NCAA does this to themselves. Is the thing. Um, if they paid the players, there wouldn't be corruption like this. There wouldn't be issues like this. The G League wouldn't even matter. Um, find that's a better a whole, spot to pay these players. That's a whole different can of worms. <laughs> that's a whole. That's like a whole podcast conversation. Yeah, it's special uh, Sunday special talking uh, NCAA payment plans. <laughs> um, but that being said, with college basketball. <laughs> Uh, we are a week away from the my second favorite sport, uh, college basketball. Um, Chunks, any any predictions for this year? 
it's it's hard not to be high on that Duke team, man. R.J. Barrett's probably going to be the best player in the nation. Zion's flying from row J in the seats. He's, they're going to be fun to watch, and I hate it because Duke, why is Duke fun to watch? But. Yeah. Dude, Zion is the worst nightmare of every Syracuse fan because he is exactly what kills Syracuse every single year. A big guy that can just murder somebody. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun year. Um, yeah, Duke will be high up there, but, I mean, everybody's got a good squad. Uh, Virginia's got a good squad. Uh, Kansas, Kansas is going to be good. Again. Um, Syracuse will be better than last year, so we won't have to sweat out uh, if we're going to make it in the tournament or not. I'm going to play this back in March, and we'll probably be outside yeah, we'll of the be, tournament. Yeah, we'll be a for sure bubble team. <laughs> that is uh, no doubt about it. But, yeah, it's going to be a great time of year. Um, we're in the middle. <laughs> Bella's making an appearance on the show today. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great time of year. The uh, tournaments will be coming up here. I always love uh, – Thanksgiving week, uh, we got plenty of tournaments there. Um, what's the does Michigan State and then Kansas, Duke, and North Carolina probably play again? Um, that's always a fun one. Um, Syracuse probably won't play anybody real until mid December, maybe yeah, even January. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they just blew out St. Rose in a scrimmage the other day. So yeah, yeah, we all got those St. Rose. Um, they're trying to get us to play baseball there. Um, yeah, so it's it's a fun time. I mean, uh, we always need something new to give us more life and revitalization, but uh, because the NBA is starting to get a little boring. Um, already. already. <laughs> and let's go to another one that, that seems to be doing the same thing, um, NHL. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no goof the goon this week, unfortunately. Um, so let's talk, you know, let's do it for him, I guess. You know, we're good guys. Um, the Penguins. Penguins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're all right. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're pretty decent. Um, I'll tell you what, man. I know where those, this is going. Those Pennsylvania teams are my least favorite. Two of my least favorite teams in sports. Um, One of them is not even an NHL team right now. The Flyers are crumbling. The Flyers are just their mascot, basically. It's so wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I was um. So I was talking with another guy, and he was he used to root for uh, the Flyers years and years ago. He was telling me all the names, but I totally forgot who was on those teams. But I grew up, you know, when when Rick I grew Claire, up, Lindros, Recky, yeah, Brendamore. Yep, exactly. Um, I I went against uh, Philly during the um, Blackhawks series. Um, Danny Carcillo was on that team and <laughs> god damn it I hated him Carcillo and Pronger Pronger was such a bitch during that series um, and I don't know if you guys remember I, I'm going on a tangent here but um, Click do you remember how that series ended the first um, Blackhawks was, was that the one where Kane scored short side and no one knew it no one knew it <laughs> didn't Kane do the heartbreaker uh, oh no he may have thrown the gloves for the Sally. Yeah, it was. I, I do remember that. It it was the most anticlimactic goal scored in hockey. I think. If you if anybody gets a chance, go watch that on YouTube. That's one of the funniest things. Like nobody knew what was happening because it wasn't Game Seven. I believe it was Game Five or Six, if I remember right. Um, what two thousand? Oh, what twelve, eleven, twelve? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, no, it was literally the funniest thing. He just he makes this shot and. Nobody would have had a clue that was made. It was except for him. Insane. Yeah, exactly. He knew the moment it went in. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a fun um, way to end things. But yeah, so the Penguins right now um, they're sitting at the top of the Atlantic. Is that right? Or Metro? I never. Metro. I never remember where those goddamn hockey ones. Just say East and less East. Okay. <laughs> Um, right now, goals per game, uh, they're first overall at 4.4. Um, so that's that's sitting pretty well. Actually, right now, I think the median is 3.3 uh, point uh, goals per go- uh, game uh, across NHL, which is the highest it's ever been. So um, look out. We might be seeing more uh, rule changes coming up to, to try to quell that like last time. I mean, I mean 66 players. Going into this, like it might have been today or this weekend, 
are averaging at least a point per game. That yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Great for the sport, but it's absolutely nuts. Um, but I did want to throw in here, since we were bashing the Flyers for a little bit, make sure we get this to Kinger. Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> he was also gritty for Halloween. I don't know if you follow oh, him yeah. on social media. <laughs> Phenomenal job by him. Um, so if he hears this, love the costume, bud. But uh, I feel yeah. like he needs to hear this, at least this clip of the podcast. Yeah. Um, He'll probably agree with us, though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so Pittsburgh's sitting at six, one, and two at uh, fourteen points. So they've they've got a good basis, uh, which once again freaking sucks. Um, yeah, so that, that's really upsetting. Uh, Evgeny uh, has eighteen points right now, so um, putting in the work. At least it's not fucking Crosby that's leading things. I I kind of always liked Evgeny Malkin. I I know you don't like him, right? Me? Yeah. No, you know what? I think if I had to pick between the two, um, like if I liked one, I think I like Evgeny a bit more just because he, he's, you know, a bit tough. I mean, he's tougher and, and obviously he plays a decent amount like Ovi. So I think there's a lot of respect there. But look, I especially this year, hearing and, and seeing all the Caps fans come out of the woodwork and listen, love the support. But <laughs> stop talking shit about Crosby. Look, you don't like him, but he's still the best player in the world. McDavid might be creeping up there, but he is still the best overall player in the world right now. And there's nothing you can say. And if you think about the Penguins, they're always going to be like the Patriots are in the NFL. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how they start. It doesn't really matter what the record is. They're always going to be in the mix. It doesn't mean they're always going to be in the finals, but they're going to most likely get to the conference finals. They're just they're always going to be around. They they know when to play and how to play when it matters. Yeah, that is the most infuriating, infuriating thing for me. Certainly. Oh, absolutely. I agree with it. But if we're going to be real about it, it's the truth. <laughs> um, Chunks, tell us a little bit about what's going on in uh, Detroit with uh, a certain <laughs> fast food restaurant. Detroit has this incentive for when they – well, they had this incentive for when they would score a hat trick and they would get free – curly fries from Arby's and now Detroit is so bad so bad that they are down to if the team scores three goals they get free curly fries from Arby's <laughs> not not a good look I'd say just don't even do it at all if you're if you're gonna put it down to the team has to score three goals I'd say don't even do it at all it's not even worth it what do you think click I, I mean, yeah, no, I agree. And and Chunks, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't we know somebody who's a Red Wings fan? Shut up. We, we do. Okay, know I just wanted to check. We do know somebody who. I walked away fan? from the uh, from the computer for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nice because the the Red Wings had their nice little run there. They had their. They did. They did. We had one Stanley goddamn cup. We could have won five of them. <laughs> Ridiculous. You had a few um, trips, but. Are you a little bitter? Jeez. Yeah, I know. See now, see. Notice how now that we won, like, there's no argument getting thrown at me. <laughs> if this was two years ago, I could just get. I can. I couldn't even talk. Now, yeah. I'm like, all right, I can be in this conversation. This is ridiculous. Oh my god. Ah. Uh, um. Yeah. No, that's insane. It's basically like going to a baseball game, and if they uh, get two strikes on a batter during the K man, then we all get free Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is this is uh, this is sad to see. Um, are you guys team curly fries or team regular fries? Curly. I see the uh, advantages of both, but if I'm just gonna eat them straight up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat regular French fries. I may not agree with your with the, what you say, but I will fight to the death. You're the right to say it. Fucking Voltaire up in this bitch. That might have been the best analysis of any subject matter right there on the, <laughs> the podcast. I mean. I mean, curly fries are nice, but the the orange tang to them, I don't, I don't, where's that come from? Why are they orange? <laughs> Never made sense to me. It comes oh. from Dave from Wendy's. Over, <laughs> overthinking it. Oh my God. Too much. Um, what's the, what's the ranking? Like, let's, let's go top, top three, top three, uh, fries, fast food fries. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Oh, it's, it's, I gotta go McDonald's one. Oh. Uh, Wendy's two, Burger King three. Oh wow! Leaving curly fries completely out of the equation. They're too orange. I told you. <laughs> Click what you got. I, I don't know. I'm like putting a lot of thought in this right now. Um, <laughs> if, if, 
if we're going to go like those three and we're not talking about like regional chains and stuff like that. That's the thing. I don't I don't feel comfortable. Like I don't feel comfortable adding Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out. Right. Which which my take on In-N-Out garbage. Fucking garbage. It's literally it's it's Tom Walls basic. Which you probably don't even know Tom Walls, right? Me? Not a damn clue. But I know what <laughs> In-N-Out is and that's blasphemy. You need to silence yourself. No, if anybody ends up in Seattle, go to Dick's Burgers. Best burgers I've ever had in my life. It's like a drive-up type of like, um, you know, old school type of deal. You get to drive up, go to the window. It's like a bunch of slot. So good. But if we're going like those three main, I'm gonna go Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's because I can't stand McDonald's. Really? Yeah, I got food poisoning from there <laughs> like a, a year or two ago, and we've we've never um, rekindled that romance. Um, so, no. Chunks, you're not a Taco Bell nachos fries guy? I've never had a Taco Bell nacho fry, and I never will. Dude, yeah. I had them once. Garbage. So Yeah, bad. I could have told you that before you got them. People were even like, you know, throw it in your quesarito. I'm like, no, these these are <laughs> terrible, terrible fries. Um, they, I think he's just the, afraid to try, try new things. The actual order is Wendy's. Right. McDonald's. Ooh. Arby's. I thought we were sticking with just those three. Well, we're th- we're we're sticking with the main ones that are nat- nationwide. All right, fine. Then I'm putting Arby's curly fries at the top. Oh, <laughs> done. Oh, okay, oh, mic drop. Drop in the mic. I like it. Um, just a little bit of different stuff from the core four podcast tonight. <laughs> um, so let's end it uh, talking a little football. Rough, 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 rough week for your boy um, in college football. Uh, Texas looked absolutely terrible. They did come back against Oklahoma State. They made it look closer than it was. Sam Ellinger is really, 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 really good. But just the defense cannot make things work. Um, So there goes our hopes and dreams of possibly being in the college football playoff. Um, But you know what? I got a little bit of things to talk about with the college football playoff. Um, I promised a rant last week. This is completely off the cuff. Um, I, I promised it, which meant I didn't write a single thing to actually say about this. Get your popcorn but ready. Here is my issue with college football and why it's not a real football organization. Um, to me, how can you win every single one of your games, possibly for two years, every single game for two years, and not get a chance to win overall? Uh, they always say college football, um, the regular season is what matters. These regular season games make the college football the great thing. Um, but UCF is on a chance to win every single game that has been presented to them for two straight years and will never – they have a 0% chance. Every All the major pundits have said that they have zero chance to actually make the college football playoffs. How is that fair? Um, they're signed up. They're, they're paying to be in this league, and they don't have a chance to actually win the whole thing. Why do these games even matter if that's the case? Um, you know, they, they beat Auburn last year. They – they beat a couple of good teams last year, if I remember. Um, and to, to still never have a chance just because of the division that they're in, which isn't even that terrible. It's not like it's the MAC or, um, you know, Mountain West Conference or anything like that, or the Pac-12. <laughs> Shout out Pac-12. Um, it infuriates me to no end. Um, it needs to be a 16-team playoff. Um if you lose at the beginning of the year, if you lose in one game in the middle of the year, you shouldn't automatically be disqualified. Um, you need to take everything into account and then at the end play those playoffs. Um, sorry for the interruptions here or there um, from the little kids, but I am sure that the fans will like that. Um, so right. mini rant. So wait, um, you're not arguing that UCF should be in, though, correct? Like in the current format? You, if they win every single game, if they're one of the last two or three teams undefeated, they absolutely should be in the a top. If they're even the top four undefeated, which are they now? Well, and the, is there only four teams that are undefeated now? There are four teams like left. I'm fairly certain. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, they should get a chance. 
So so you would put them in over, let's say Michigan. You would put them in or LSU. Yes. Really. Without a doubt. See, I. I mean, here's the thing. Notre Dame does screw this whole thing up, like they like we've been talking about for weeks and weeks. And that's you know that's another rant. Well, well I, we might have to save that for another time. Make Notre Dame go to the goddamn ACC or Big Ten. See, no, I I go the other way on that. Make other teams go make independent. Make independent. Make other teams independent. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Because all right, for one, you're never gonna fix the college football playoff with these divisions we have right now. There's no yeah. proper way. There's not enough time. You're not going to fix it with the divisions we have because you can't – everyone says you can't leave the Big Ten out. You can't leave the Pac-12 out. You you can't have two teams or three from the same division and because they, they always have to play each other. You need to find a way for more intercollegiate play. I know, like, the travel's tough. There's a lot of logistics stuff that's very difficult. But there need, we need to figure out some way – to make these teams play each other. It's it's I think that's the only way you're gonna fix the college football playoff is less yeah. rigid conferences. Yeah, I think that I yeah, I personally think I'm not sure if they need to be independent, but I believe that we need to get rid of some of these conferences and sort of consolidate, make yeah. sort of super conferences to spread the wealth a little bit more. Like Alabama always plays a cush schedule. Yeah, for sure. um, we need to have them face tougher opponents to actually see if they are worth a damn because they're sitting behind this veil of, oh, the SEC is such a huge powerhouse. So if we play all these SEC teams, it's going to look amazing. But they should be playing your organs. They should be playing um, Texas, you know, uh, which I think they might be doing coming up. Uh, or no, that's, I think that's LSU. Um, but, yeah, that, that's my rant on college football. Um which was hyped up this week by the college, uh, by Texas's loss. Um, but that being said, Syracuse is ranked number 22, first time since 2001. Um, Chunks was a wee little lad uh, before he was even Chunks, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that was good times. No, I uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Dino Babers in general. He's done a lot of great stuff for the program, and people people are really did you looking see at Francesca? Syracuse. That he didn't know who he was. <laughs> no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> That's wild for Mike Francesa. And Syracuse is New York's college team. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not know that? It's, it's crazy. Bring it back to Chunks. Were you Chunks when you met Click? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah, because the, the the Chicago picture. That was peak. <laughs> that was probably peak. <laughs> Peak, peak Chuck's face. I, I, I did want to throw this out there before we got too far. You boys will not believe who got their first W of the season. Ooh. What, the, what are they, the jalapeno poppers? <laughs> Dude, come on. The okras. The okras. <laughs> the jalapeno poppers. Delta State University got their first dub against Shorter University. Shorty? Shorter. University. Oh, oh man, I'm like shot at <laughs> Oh god, the wheels are coming off the bus. Forty six <laughs> to twenty. I'm telling you, they had three thousand three hundred and thirty three people in attendance. Weather was cold and rainy, but you know the boys pulled it out. Stuck it out, baby. I think of us more of a as a duck boat, but um, that's that's all fine and dandy. Um, Let's uh let's switch over to a little NFL before we close out for the night. Um, on Thursday night, uh, I mean I know Texans played the Dolphins, but God, they looked good. Um, the Texans did lose Will Fuller for the year though, so that's going to be a definite tough uh, tough thing to overcome. But do you guys think the Texans are a contender in the uh, AFC? They, I mean, their defense is starting to come together. Deshaun Watson's really been playing very well. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was. Oh my gosh! Those... That catch, Click, Did you see that catch? Yeah, I. I don't know how the, how he does it. I just the whole thing, <laughs> like it's just one of those things you stop and you're like, what the hell just happened? He he is everything I would want in a wide receiver. He has all the tools. <laughs> Glad you said wide receiver. <laughs> he he has he has all the tools to do 
anything. And then Deshaun Watson was great throwing him the ball. And it's funny how um, they keep making like Deshaun Watson try to like look up to Dak Prescott and stuff. He's he's miles ahead of him. It's not even close. And he's just proven to be a good quarterback. And he proved that the Dolphins are not a good team. Yeah. Yeah, the Bracktober is over. Um, I, yeah, that that uh, Hopkins catch was something else. For my money, I'm telling you right now, Hopkins is the best wide receiver in football. I don't know. I don't think there's a way that you can argue it. Great route runner. Always finds a way to get open. And the catches he makes are way better than Odell Beckham's ever thought of doing. Um for me, it goes Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, no. and Adam Thielen. No. Who do you got, Chunks? You're not going to put Antonio Brown at least top two? Yeah. No. I hate Michael to say Thomas it, but I agree with that. Hopkins are better than Antonio Brown. That is no. No, yeah. I, I will not give you that. For one... All right, Michael Thomas has 588 yards and four TDs this year. Not bad, but come on, dude. I mean, Adam Thielen has 800 yards, 822 yards, five TDs. He's been huge for the Vikings. I mean, I know he has a couple other weapons that let him get a few more receptions in there, but there's no way you're putting Michael Thomas over Antonio Brown, who had a great day today, two touchdowns. He's done it for the past few years. He's been the top receiver, and I, I don't see it. I mean, I get putting – you're a big DeAndre Hopkins guy. I get putting him up there because he's been electric. He's got 789 yards, six touchdowns. And I, I like putting Adam Thielen up there. I'd probably put Adam Thielen top four right now, maybe at number four, because – He's just so productive. He catches. He's got sixty-seven receptions this year. That's it's like fifteen more than anybody else. It's pretty crazy. Um, but there, there's no way Michael Thomas is top five for me. You're killing me, Glade. Uh Click. Where, where do you, where do you rank uh, Brashad Perriman on this? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Maybe we could use him now. I have no clue. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just glad he's gone. You know what a bust. But you could say the same thing about the Ravens' season right now. We'll see. <laughs> what what's your yeah. what's your top five click? I don't know about top five, but I just I think Antonio Brown's got to be up there, top two. I do agree with Hopkins, but I don't. I, Tom, there's no way Thomas is above it. Did you put Thomas above Antonio Brown? Yeah. I just I don't see it. I'm sorry. The and, rest and you got to agree. Julio. Julio. No, you need Antonio Brown. Tyreek Hill needs to be up there too. Tyreek Hill six. But also, let's be honest, Chunks. He came in locked and loaded, ready to have this based off the conversation we had before about whose list was it that you were pissed off about? Fucking Chris Sims. Chris Sims put Tyreek Hill the best wide receiver in football. I'm sorry, that's way, way off. He doesn't even have Michael Thomas in the top ten. He's got Juju Smith-Schuster at number eight. I mean, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, no, I, that's I don't agree ridiculous. with that. That's ridiculous. But, Neither do I, but... Yeah, Hill is number six wide receiver. Tyreek Hill passes the eye test. That's the problem. He He's electric, watch him go. He's so freaking fast, and he'll just break out for big plays. Whether or not he's... I mean, he has seven touchdowns, which is leading the league. But top Honestly, wide you know receiver. Who's a top 10 wide receiver? Saquon Barkley. Well, <laughs> yeah, let's not even it put running amazing. backs in this. Saquon and Chris McCaffrey are fucking amazing. Um, but, I mean, do you, do you guys think Gurley has a chance at MVP this year? Yeah. yeah. An 8 0 Rams team. Todd Gurley. He's got more points than the Buffalo Bills, I think, like fantasy-wise. Yeah. <laughs> Wide receivers have thrown more touchdowns than the uh, quarterbacks for the Bills. <laughs> yeah. You know, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Um, we we might be reporting from the Bills game on Sunday of next week. We'll see how things go. We'll see how inebriated I get. Um, 
Click Click was a good boy. He wasn't too uh, too drunk last week for the uh, <laughs> for <laughs> post uh, Ravens game, but I the, might be a different story uh, next week. The, the, the uh, fire alarm kind of cleared everything up. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a fire alarm to end this one this week. Uh, kind of makes me sad. Um, <laughs> Dude, don't say that. The uh, uh, put bad juju out there. I don't the like fire it. Fire alarm of the twins coming in and just yelling and yelling. Um, but that's, that lets that's people cool. into your life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, 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 once they're old enough, we'll have a segment, uh, Twins Talk Yankees. These girls love the freaking Yankees. It's awesome. Um, that's the one silver lining of this uh, this playoffs here um, for me. But I, anybody, hope, I hope one of them ends up a Red Sox fan just somehow. I, I, I want to see you squirm. I will come straight down to Baltimore. And just I hope to fight. God. I'm going to send your kids Red Sox gear for birthdays and Christmas from now until the end of time. <laughs> just to see if they're like, ooh, I like this red. That is my worst nightmare. I'll have the whole family like putting like money to come like take my head off. <laughs> they, uh, they call them the Ookies. Oh, Aki! <laughs> um, anybody got anything? Uh, what are they looking forward to this week for uh, for some sports? I'm looking forward to hopefully a couple more games of baseball. That would be nice, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold out for anything. Uh, like you said, we got uh, college basketball coming up. That'll be fun. But next weekend, uh, Michigan Penn State in Ann Arbor. So and we're getting to the thick of things with uh, college football coming up, big weekend. So looking forward to that next weekend. LSU Georgia. Yeah. Or sorry, LSU Bama. I'm sorry. Bama. LSU Bama. Georgia Florida was this weekend. That's what I got screwed up with. Uh, Click. What do you got this week for for sports? You know what, man? I'm just excited to be able to watch them. I have don't have to coach next weekend, so yeah. I'm just very excited to sound like watch football. Yeah. college nfl whatever hockey um i'm just ready for a week off I, i'm just looking forward to seeing what happens with the Ravens season moving forward um four and four is not really a good look so we'll, we'll see what happens um i'm like I, like you were saying i'm looking forward to a possible fingers crossed game seven in the world series um uh, we need it badly um I'm not looking forward to texts and calls from every Red Sox fan that I know. Um, I am very looking forward to Bills and Bears next Sunday. Um, I would I, I would like to say the same about tomorrow night's game for the uh, uh, the Bills against the Patriots, but that's going to be about a fifty-six to nothing shellacking. Um, but uh, Bills and Bears is going to be an insane environment next Sunday. Um, you know, everybody's going to be out for it. Uh, we got a crew that's going, so if anybody's listening, come see us at the parking lot that's attached to some sort of restaurant. I never know what it is, but we go to the same parking lot every year, and it's like the most fun time that you'll ever have. Well, you um, can tweet it when you're there. Yeah, yeah. Follow Core 4 Podcast. I'll be uh, drunk texting from it, tweeting from it all night, all day. Um, yeah, no, straight up, I get there at like nine o'clock and then get out of the car and just grab three beers and just rip all of them at the same time. Um, oh, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll be, hopefully we should, I'll probably find a table and maybe go through it. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get the Somebody video. please videotape that. Podcast. Yeah, absolutely. That, hey, free promo, baby. Let's go. Um, it's gonna be a good week, man. We'll, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, Goof will be back next week. We'll have to talk to him. Well, let's let's set Goof, Goof the Goon's team up. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm just going to tell him on the spot. Okay. Oh. Who do, should he do? Um, I was thinking Calgary. I, you know what? I was thinking Vancouver, Calgary, because it's just obscure. Oh, he did Vancouver, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, have him yeah. do Calgary. Calgary yeah. works. Okay. Um, if he listens to it, then he can research. But, you know, who knows? Because he feels like garbage, but he looks like garbage. Um, yeah, we'll go with Calgary. So if he if he doesn't research it, it's going to be on the spot. So it'll be his uh, his ass for bad radio. So since I'm here, what, what exactly will I be covering in my brilliant segment that I come prepared for? <laughs> I don't even remember what you were supposed to do. It, this it, was, it was Wizards. 
I'll do the Wizards this, again. There we go. Okay. We'll do that <laughs> I love the Wizards so much. We'll do it again next week. Um, but before we sign off here, can I just say one thing that that just makes me happy? I and I it always I know it comes back to hockey all the time, but so many. I mean, this has happened for years and years, and I think, but so many times this year, there's been videos online of players giving pucks to the kids at warmups. Ov threw his stick over the glass to a. A uh, kid who had his jersey on in Calgary. Oh, it's just feel good moments, man. It's just nice to see that in sports, regardless of the sport. That you know, pros understand that the kids are looking up to them, and yeah, you know, something positive. What's, what's better though, is- when they take them, when the, when they <laughs> they throw it over to the child and then it's just snatched out, <laughs> <laughs> and then the players get pissed at the guy, the forty year old behind them, stares them down, seven year old kid. I always like the. Uh, you know, like judge playing catch with somebody in yeah, uh, fun. in right field and stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, those are always it's it's such an easy thing to do. Um, that just you know why not do it? Uh, one of the my biggest pet peeves, like with the Yankees, um, if you don't have a ticket for the first row, you can't go down and try to get autographs and stuff and like meet the players. Um, that always bugged me a little bit, just because there are asshole older fans that want those autographs and stuff like. Make Ray for those kids, man. But, you know, who's who's ever going to stop those assholes? Um, anybody yeah, else? Fans. <laughs> yeah, fucking. The rest of them get the bad name for us good guys. Um, which, this week, I guarantee we will have Bronx Chester podcast ready to go. Yep, you know it. Uh, so be ready for that one. Uh, be a very we'll very stop. sad podcast. We will stop dodging the whole uh, certain team that's in the World Series. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit about the future. Um, me and me and Chunks and Jensen got into a pretty heated argument the other night about uh, which free agents and uh, trade spots the Yankees should go for. So it'll be a good one. Um, just like this one, I think this one turned out all right, fellas. Yeah, you know. <laughs> All right. The bar wasn't uh, set too high, so. <laughs> for the boy click, for your boy Chugs, uh, this is the Sultan. Uh, see you guys next week. Stay safe.